You know, I've always been kind of afraid of things I can't see. How about you guys? When I think about it, you know, when we look at everything that we measure for being healthy, most of the time there's a way we can visually inspect ourselves, right? We do a screening for skin cancer. We do our own breast inspection, right? So there's all kinds of ways and signals of our body being healthy or not that we can visually see. Even when it comes to drinking water, right? We know from the color of the water, we know from the way the water smells, uh, but also we've been really educated about the importance of drinking clean water and what that means to our health. And there are huge campaigns around the globe today, thankfully, really campaigning that clean water is a human right. And we're trying to make sure every country and city has that for the people that live there. But what if I told you that nine out of 10 of us live in air that is unpure every day. Nine out of 10 Americans, right? And I know what you're thinking. Oh, that's only in the urban areas, right? But this week for Grins, we actually tested the air quality and went into air quality filters in places in Wisconsin and Idaho. And guess what? They were a D and an F. So in today's world, anywhere where we are building and constructing, where there are automobiles, anywhere where there's a lot of urban sprawl going on. And now with everyone moving into these very quaint suburban, outside of even suburbia communities, there's so much growth going on, which creates a lot of pollution in the air. But what if I told you that nine out of 10 of us live in outdoor pollution that isn't healthy, breathing air that isn't healthy every day, but the air inside our homes is five times more polluted than the air outside. No, there's nothing wrong with your mic. Five times more polluted than the air outside. I don't know about you, but that was a scary number for me. And when we look at the fact that those numbers were actually tracked and clinically reported prior to us quarantining during the pandemic, so we know that we're living indoors more now. So the stat now is that 90% of our time is spent indoors, whether we're learning indoors, whether we're playing indoors, whether we're working out, cooking, working, uh, whatever it might be, we're spending a lot more time indoors. And this year has presented some unique challenges to that indoor air quality, because not only are we worried about what we're breathing inside and what we're exporting out inside when we're working out or cooking, are doing all the other things that we do inside the home today. But it's also that we, we have the combination of wildfires in a way that we've never seen this year in addition to COVID. So let me walk through a little bit with you to talk about how does indoor pollution happen? What is it and why is it important to our health to really find ways to safeguard our air indoors as well as outdoors? So the first thing is coronavirus which I know we're all very aware of, COVID, um, you know, is an airborne molecule. When we talk about wearing masks and social distancing, it's all because coronavirus is airborne. It's carried in tiny little particles that collect indoors and can linger for hours. 
That's why we talked about how it was safer being outside than indoors, right? It also means that you need good air ventilation and filtration to help cut down on the spread of the virus. But what's also inside, and that little virus, the reason it's so hard to contain and capture is because it's micro, micro fine. It's a 0.1 micron, right? So to give you an example, when you see your human hair on the floor or the hair of your pet or dust that you find on your furniture, that's 0.3 microns. That's something that's easily captured by traditional HEPA filters in our home. But things smaller than 0.3 are smaller than what HEPA filtration was designed to capture. That's what makes these 0.1 ultrafine particles really the things we want to worry about and are toxic because our HVAC, our HEPA filters aren't really set up to capture those as we've learned with the COVID-19, SARS, any of the viruses, even the flu traditional flu that comes our way. But one of the things we also know is smoke that's generated from traditional things like smoking cigarettes or cooking oils at high temperatures that create smoke, candles that burn in your home, diffusers where we heat um, fragrance that's in a little you know bottle that we plug into the wall. Any of those kinds of things where we heat things to a place where they smoke creates pollution that comes from that smoke just like wildfires and one of the things we know is those are 0.1 molecules same size as COVID super small and there's a lot of chemical compounds that go into that smoke because we're burning a lot of the carcinogens you know petroleum-based building materials all those things in fires that then get released into that smoke and become very harmful so what we know is that indoor air that is polluted with outdoor air coming inside, smoke, viruses and bacteria, our furniture, our paint, everything that's a physical object in your home is every day oxidizing, which means that it's aging. That's why you have to repaint. It's why your furniture cracks or eventually, you know, you have to replace the fabrics is because they oxidize in, in 24 hours a day they're omitting little carbon particles that go into the air that we breathe in that are toxic chemicals. So that's something called continual. It's ongoing. It's every day. It's a continual release. And then we have the sporadic. So, so to give you an idea, when we talk about smoke, when we talk about candles burning, when we talk about fragrance in our home, we talk about things like viruses and bacteria. And then on top of it, we now have got new cleaning routines that basically get have us disinfecting with antibacterial cleansers from head to toe. I don't know about you, but literally I walk around spraying everything that I see. We all know the toxicity of clean cleansers. Um, typical household cleaning products are full of chemicals and we now are filling a home that doesn't have a lot of ventilation with that. So when we look at all of that coming together I became really alarmed because what we know is that 71% of the diseases that we experience can be early onset or brought on early through our exposure to our constant exposure to pollution, both indoors and out. So pollution really acts as a trigger that really begins the 
irritation or the inflammation of the body and all of its organs and leaves us more susceptible to disease. So it's super important to clean the air in the same way that we clean water. You wouldn't go out and put a straw into a puddle in a landfill and drink it. But that's the equivalent of what we're doing. That's the visual you should have when we breathe indoors every day. So none of us want to be doing that. So one of the things we really want to step out, and last but not least, why do I care about this? Why does it matter? Well, all this learning came about as we were researching the impact of pollution, particularly indoor pollution, on skin. What we know is that the impact of pollution causes a lot of the inflammatory responses we see in the skin. So if you're someone who experiences allergic reactions on your skin, contact dermatitis, eczema, psoriasis, just itchy skin in general, you are more than likely, almost 80% more likely to have a reaction that's happening to pollutants and particles floating in the air. Also, the other thing we've learned through this whole COVID assessment of how particles are entering the body is that pollution and air particulates like COVID that land on the skin have a straight pass to the bloodstream. When we breathe things in, they go into our lungs first and are processed before they go into our bloodstream. So there's a little filtering that happens that doesn't happen when it comes to your skin directly into the bloodstream. That's why we really want to care about what lands on the skin because it affects our skin health, our cosmetic beauty, but more importantly, the health of our overall internal organs as well. So one of the things that we did in studying all this is really look at, hey, we have HEPA filters. We talked about the fact that while HEPA filters are better than nothing because they do filter out larger particles of things like dust, pet dander, hair. But what we really want to care about are all those very small ultrafine particles we talked about just now. And that's where you really want to go beyond HEPA filtration to a newer filtration that focuses on ultrafine particles of 0.1, right? The other part is that we don't want to just worry about filtering out air particulates because there's toxic gases like sulfur dioxide, nitrogen dioxide. They all often occur with the air particles. Like I said, when things break down in, in the chemical makeup, so our furniture, our paints, um, even the, the oils that we heat, when they break down, they create toxic gases and those actually mingle with the air particulates. So we want to look at things that are going to include filtration and capture of gases as well as the small particles. And last but not least, who doesn't worry about odors, right? I mean, part of the reason we're plugging all of these fragrance devices into the walls and we're burning candles is because we want it to smell good. Well, what about just removing the odors altogether so that we don't have to fragrance over them, so that we're breathing pure, clean air. So we also want to look at ways to capture not only gases, but odors as well. So Skin Authority really set about to look at how do we ensure that we're addressing all three of the aspects, that we're capturing air particulates that are super small, that can land on our skin or can be breathed in that aren't healthy for us, so that 0.1 micron, super tiny, that, that's, it's the tiny things we focus on. And then secondly, that we are capturing those dangerous noxious gases and filtering out odors. So we've really looked to attack all of those, but also make sure we have a purifier 
that's going to be able to address the size of the room where we live in most of the time. So we really wanted to look to make sure we had five, six, seven air exchanges, meaning the full room is sweeped and the air is filtered and converted to clean air five, six times at least um, an hour. And that means by focusing on a square footage, a cubic footage that is where most people live, we can actually ensure that we're keeping those rooms that we're in most of the time super safe. So most of us are in eight by eight or 10 by 10 spaces in our bedrooms and our offices are smaller of those things, or even in our workspaces where we're working in our own personal workspaces or suites or co-work spaces. So as we looked at that, we really focused on air filtration that could bring in and focus on those personal workspaces, those personal rooms, our kids' rooms. Why do we want to care about kids' rooms? Well, kids' rooms are the most polluted rooms in the house. Traditionally, all the clinical studies show that they have much more pollution simply because most of the time they're playing and breathing deeper and exhaling more things into the room along with all the toys and all of the devices. Because what we also know is that every device in our home and our appliances release gases as a, a routine of how they work. So we want to care about the kids. Lungs are still forming. Also, they take in more air relative to their size. So they get a higher dose of whatever pollutant is in the air as a percentage of their overall body purpose. So we know that we want to care about keeping air clean for our kids in when they're in school, when they're at home, the office, wherever it may be, because the ki kids are more impacted. And particularly if you're someone who's pregnant or you're someone who has a young child at home who's really in that phase of formative, forming their lungs, um, because babies take up to a year right after they're born. Their lungs keep forming after they're born. So you wanna make sure we're not putting pollution in those formative stages that thwart that growth and that development or bring on the onset of things like asthmatic reactions. So all of these things combined are not here to, to scare you, but to really say, how do we address all of these things so that we can have the best most possible outcomes. So for, for me personally, it was really about us developing something that hit all three of those sweet spots that allowed us to really focus on the spaces that we cared about because none of us are living with all of our windows open and all of our doors open 24 seven and relying on fans and circulation, right? Um, because at some point you're in a closed space and you wanna be secure. So it's really about, and our HVACs are not designed to clean rooms. They're designed to move air throughout the home, throughout our office, but not to go into every specific room and circulate that air five and six times. So that's where in-room air filtration comes into play. And really outfitting your entire house can be kind of daunting, right? When you think about every room in your house. So we also wanted to make a device portable so you could move one or two units around the house or you know three or four and really be able to make sure that you can move it to wherever you were and have it really working to clean your air throughout, right? So the other part is you want to make sure that when you're looking at it, we want to make sure we had a minimum efficiency rating value higher than 13. 13 is the standard in the industry. It's what you really need to remove about 50 to 90% of the particulate matter. But for us, we really wanted to make sure that that 0.1 micron that we're filtering a lot more quickly. So we have a MERV 19 rating, which is one of the highest in the industry. So I love that 
We're a level two medical device that is FDA registered. We offer 0.1 filtration. We offer noxious gas removal. We offer the ability all in one unit to also ensure we're removing odors. It's MERV-19, it's energy efficient, it, there is no ozone. So when you talk about UV, which some of you might have UV filtration in place, but that omits ozone, which is not a healthy gas, so you don't want to replace pollution with ozone gas, which is just as unhealthy for us to breathe, especially for our kids. So I love that we, in Defender Pro, which is the name of the product, we put all of these things together. What we know is we're going to filter out 99.99% of not just 0.3 particles, but particles at 0.1 microns, those small, tiny things, that we're going to keep that air as pure as we possibly can. We're going to keep it smelling clean because there aren't odors in it, and we're going to remove the gases, all with one cute little R2-D2 size device. But most importantly for me, it's also about a ticket to clean, beautiful, healthy skin. Because when we're removing all these particulates, we're removing a lot of the skin irritants that cause inflammation to the skin. What we know is that a week in your home increases inflammation in skin cells by up to 43%. So the last thing we want to do is exacerbate inflaming cells and causing conditions that really can be prevented if we were cleaning the air. So I think you know what I want to really make sure you all really feel good about is that yes, it's kind of scary to think about what we can't see is really hurting us and that we're surrounded by air that really is like living in a landfill and breathing it in every day in our own homes, no matter how clean we think they are. But the good news is we have options and we have preventative measures and we've got tools and Defender Pro is one of those. And last but not least, you know, we always look at cost, but if you're buying bottled water for your home, you're spending a couple of hundred dollars a month or a hundred dollars a month on bottled water between what you get brought in and then what you buy when you're out and about. So, you know, a one-time purchase of a Defender Pro is cheaper than a year worth of water supply and it has a lifetime warranty. So you're buying it only one time in your lifetime versus water that you're consuming and drinking every day that you have to repurchase over and over every year. So I think, you know, if clean water is important to you and if it's a priority, then clean air is even more valuable, more health inspiring for you and more affordable. So just make sure you talk to one of our coaches, ask some questions about your living space, about your working space, but really a Defender Pro can be a life changer, a life saver, and more importantly, a skin beautifier. So I love that we can make clean air the latest innovation in skincare. So thanks for tuning in.